Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Today, I'm going to be discussing identifying and meeting unmet childhood needs. So throughout my podcast, I talk about unmet childhood needs and the devastating effects this has on the individual, the personality, and their ability to relate to other people and themselves later on in life. So for the longest time in my life, I had this feeling that because of my traumatic childhood, I was damaged, damaged goods, I was wounded, and as a result, I was pretty much screwed for life. And I didn't just think this randomly, I had a lot of proof based on the very many dysfunctional relationships that I had in my life and my inability to meet my needs as an adult in a healthy way. So I was really losing hope. Now, it wasn't until I started to dig deep into my childhood and look at my programming, look at my psyche, and look at my patterns, my relationship patterns, and my wounds, and the way I was affected by my childhood in adult life was I able to gain clarity, and as a result, hope that I can actually do something about it, fix this core sense of self, heal it, so that I can actually connect and meet my needs in a healthy way. So part of what was so powerful about getting this clarity was that I was able to see not myself as this abuse victim, and my parents were the terrible people who hurt me, but rather, just me not getting my needs met. So it wasn't personal, it was just my parents, whether they did the best they could or not, didn't really matter. The point is, is that I had needs and they were not met, and now I can go ahead and, and meet those needs for my child self. So obviously my sense of self was underdeveloped, the lack of attunement, mirroring, all the emotional, spiritual, psychological nutrients that were required in order to develop a self, I obviously did not uh, get. And the moment I realized that you can make up for this, by healing your inner child and giving that child self what he or she did not get, that really, that concept really blew my mind and changed my life. And that's a large portion of, of what my work is based on and why I'm so passionate is because, you know, if you've been through trauma, if you feel like your your childhood sucked, you're gonna have a core belief system that life is is crappy and, and it's all hopeless and no matter what you do, it's never enough and never gonna work and, and you won't try. So this really empowered me and gave me a lot of hope and, and courage and energy and, and made me feel really good about my future because ultimately, yes, it's hard work, but at least there's something I can do and I felt empowered to do those very things. So I want to discuss you know, how you can do this for your life, how you can face your child self, meet those needs, and, and develop that self that was unable to do so early on for whatever reason. So obviously, childhood is over, and therefore, you can't have another childhood. But there are many things you can do, and we have to get in touch with this child self. We have to open a line of communication to a part of ourself which we most probably rejected. So we probably pushed this child self away because it was originally chased away and shamed and rejected and, and, and you know just abused early on. And then as a result, we went ahead and did that to ourselves because we felt oh we couldn't be vulnerable. We couldn't open up that part of ourselves to other people because the pain is too much. We can't be vulnerable. We kind of hide that part of ourselves away. So that part of ourself, that child self, most usually does not trust us. So we, if we're going to be the parent to our inner child, we have to develop trust. And in order to do that, we cannot push, pry, or bully, or yell at that child to come out of hiding. We have to simply create a space that that child will ultimately gravitate towards. And because the child feels safe, loved, accepted, protected, as a result, that child will start to open up more and more, communicate to us, the adult self, 
their needs so that we as the parent to our child self can be the responsible parent and meet those needs and ultimately develop that self. So some of the basic needs that are literally a requirement that I'm specifically referring to, you know, there's more basic needs, let's say food, clothing, shelter, but if those are unmet, it's going to wound the child, not just physically, but also emotionally, psychologically. And some of those spiritual, emotional, psychological wounds that when they're not met cause wounds include safety, protection, attunement, validation, mirroring, uh, love, acceptance, uh, empathy, compassion, understanding, eye-to-eye contact, skin-to-skin contact, affection, just to name a few. So when our needs are unmet as children, we become adults and we still harbor within ourselves these unmet needs. We still have this wounded child kind of hiding within us. And even though it's years later, we still have those needs. And in fact, because they have been unmet for so long, it creates this yearning, this intense drive to get them met, which wreaks havoc on all our relationships because we can't tame this child self. That child starts to react strongly and starts to attack our adult self and then attack our adult relationships. And we become very dysfunctional and, and really toxic people. So as an adult, you know, we are responsible to meet these needs. We are the parent, right? The parent is responsible to our child self. Now, even though we weren't the ones who wounded our child self, we're the ones left with the damage. So it's our responsibility to do this work. So now I'm going to go through what I believe is the most quick and effective way to meet the child self's needs and integrate this child self so you can develop a whole and independent sense of self, an integrated, a mind, body, spirit aligned self. So the first thing we have to understand is that there's different parts of the self. There's the child self, there's the adolescent self, there's the young adult self, there's the uh, adult self, there's, there's you right now. Now what this means is we need to identify with the parent self. We need to, in essence, see ourselves as the parent. So when the child self comes, and has a need and expresses, you know, we get triggered and all of a sudden there's a strong, intense uh, pain. So we need to be the ones to regulate that emotion so we can calm everything down and actually get clarity as to what that need is. So that's practically speaking. You know, we need to be the responsible parent by not letting our feelings dictate what is going on, but rather calming the feelings and ultimately getting clarity on what the feelings are communicating to us. So we, like I mentioned, we want to create that safe space so that those parts of ourselves that have been split off can start to make their way and gravitate towards ourselves. And when they come in the form of a trigger, instead of defending against the trigger or running away or shutting down, we sit and we stay present. We feel those feelings. We let them go. And then we get that sense of inner peace. And I call that non-reactivity. And then as a result of inner peace, we have clarity and we can create a dialogue and a connection between these parts of ourselves that have been hurt, that have been wounded, that, that have unmet needs. And then by listening to that part of ourselves communicate to us, we can then hear what it's saying and meet that need in a timely fashion. Now, because our child self most usually has trust issues, they probably have extreme rage and, and understandably so because of the many experiences that they've had to go through, they probably have defense mechanisms and they have you know fears of intimacy and vulnerability. So if we're going to connect with this child self, this child self will probably want to test us. And ultimately it's going to push our boundaries, it's going to push us and it's going to and oftentimes attack us. So as the parent self, we have to set boundaries with this child self. Yes, there's a wounded child, but that just because that child is wounded, that doesn't mean it gets to run wild and abuse us. So the goal is to create a safe space, allow that child to feel the feelings and express him or herself, but also in a place that is contained where the child doesn't start to attack us. And then ultimately that doesn't serve to be effective as well. So when I say, when I talk about being our own healer, you know, in essence, what I'm saying is that we are being the parent to our child self who is wounded 
and cut off from our own self and as a result is unable to connect to us and therefore as a result anybody else and feels extremely lonely rejected and a large portion of the reason why we feel so disconnected from ourselves and so split off so one of the most important elements of being a parent in general being a parent let's say you have children is being present emotionally available parents is one of the if not the most important thing you could do as a parent so when you are present for your child what you're doing is you're helping helping them feel secure because you're secure and because you have a sense of confidence and inner peace and security and they feel that you are their rock their core which is now strong you know as a result they can develop that in in themselves they can internalize that as their own parent and eventually that's the way that they will govern themselves so I would argue that if you are present for your child self, most of the needs that it didn't get met in early childhood will be met. Let me explain. So let's say, right, so you're present. You're present in the moment. You're confident. You're regulating. You have a sense of security, a confidence. And then that child self comes to you. It will now feel safe, which will now help that child self feel secure and feel loved and f then feel like it has your attention because you're present for that child. You're not judging. And as a result, so many of these unmet needs, which include most notably unconditional love, will be met because by being present with the child, the child feels like you see them and care about them and as a result, feel unconditionally loved. So in an earlier episode where I talk about the inner critic, one of my theories of what the inner critic is, is actually the child self who's really hurt. You know, they say hurt people hurt people. And the reason why it's criticizing you, it's because you're not necessarily paying attention to it, giving it the time of day, identifying what it's trying to say, listening and letting it communicate to you, and then hearing the need underneath the attack. So the reason why the child self is attacking you is because we're not meeting its needs. And the, the more we attune to that child self, the more we can listen, hear what it's trying to say, identify that need, and meet it. So when you get present and when you become less reactive and you become develop more inner peace, you can hear that child self from a perspective of a wounded child as opposed to just this demonic entity that's attacking you. You know, if we see it as the enemy, if we if we defend against our child self, we see it as a problem, it's going to be a problem because now it's attacking you. It's trying to integrate, it's trying to communicate with you. You're not listening, you're not paying attention. You don't wanna hear the things it's saying and therefore we defend against it, we create an enemy out of it. So the goal is to listen to that critic, as difficult as it is, it's hard to hear a child who you've already been traumatized, wounded, abused early on, now that child's coming back to you and telling you all the things that you don't wanna hear. Ultimately, you don't wanna bear the, the, the thought that this child is so hurt. But by being present for that child self, feeling those feelings, and letting that child feel like he or she is safe with you, and then listening to the need and then taking steps to meet that need, most notably, like I mentioned, by being present, you will undo so much of the damage. And as a result, that child self will stop attacking you, will feel loved, feel accepted. And as a result, you'll have more vitality because instead of making an enemy out of the child self, you will have now integrated that child self, feeling more and more vitalized and just whole and complete. And that really is how we integrate the child self. So when we listen to that critic, and we listen to a child who is hurt, right? That child will most notably attack you in ways in which it is, it is hurting. So let's say it calls you, hey, you idiot, right? So what is it saying? You know, you're, you lack intelligence. So you're not enough, right? You're not enough intelligently. So if we listen closely and we see that as an attack and we run away from it, defend against it, we're not gonna hear the core message. The core message is that I don't feel loved and I, the reason I don't feel that I'm unlovable is because I'm not smart enough right? So that's the message behind it. And let's say it says, hey, you know, no one loves me, right? So what message might it be sending? What need might it have? If we listen closely, what it's saying is, is that I don't feel connected. I don't feel loved because I don't feel like there's anybody around to keep me safe 
and to give me the attention and affection that I want. So the goal is to, like I mentioned, develop that inner peace so you can listen to the message and identify what the need is below the surface. It's not a part of you that is an enemy. It is very much a child self that's just trying to reach you so that you can meet that need. And you are the only person on the planet who can do that. So unless we do that, let's say we outsource it to other people, to narcissists or to, to other people, to friends, to, to you know, hold on to our parents' bond because we don't want to let go of the fact that we think that other people can meet those needs. You are now the parent to your inner child, which is a huge responsibility. And only once we go through these steps of creating a safe space and allowing that child to come to you and f let, let it be felt, let it feel safe, and then communicate with it, develop a, a, a language, a communication, a, a line of communication so that that child self can feel like it's seen, heard, understood. As a result, they will feel loved, they will feel like their needs are met, and then ultimately that child self will stop, stop attacking you. It'll feel like it can come to you, and then all the parts of yourself that have been split off will be integrated and eventually you will be whole. And that is how we undo the damage. And that has worked for me wonders. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. The way I see it is, is that people who have been traumatized most usually have this belief that they are just flawed and defective at the core. And it's so important to understand that you are not, you are just wounded. And the more we understand the damage and how it affected us, the more we can get the clarity we need and then take steps in the direction that empower us as opposed to disempower us and force us to play that victim role, which keeps us frozen, keeps us stuck, and does not allow us to really manifest healthy, interconnecting, loving, respectful relationships in adulthood. So if you are struggling to identify and meet your childhood needs, it would be an honor to help you through this process so you can learn. And as did I, I had extremely, extremely wounding childhood. Arguably, none of my needs were met. None of my so psychological, emotional, and spiritual needs were met. But as a result of the work that I have done, I've been able to develop an independent, healthy sense of self. And as a result, it has changed my life drastically and to be an honor to help you and assist you in that way. So please reach out to me if you want to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. My email is yitz at magnoliahealingcenter.com. You can reach me by phone, 818-210-6049. I offer a free 15-minute consultation. So definitely take advantage of that. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.